What can we expect from season Thank you for being here tonight. Uh, we saw a lot with your character last season, kind of trying to, like, processing grief, processing the loss of a DBPS4. What can we expect from season five? Five, 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 Happy five, five, five. tracks on tracks on tracks. Uh, 2020 look back edition, right? That's correct. Look back or listen back. Listen back. To be a little bit more... A curate. <laughs> yes, please be a curate. Um, and we are uh, a, a curate. Uh, uh-huh. That's also what this is, a curate show. We uh, curate, accurately, <laughs> a perfect playlist, uh, and we utilize our three separate talents to make one. <laughs> Omega playlist. That's exactly <laughs> how I would describe this show. Yeah, that's really good. Yes. And yes. What's the difference between an Omega playlist and a, and a Mega playlist? <laughs> Could you explain the difference, please? It's it's hmm. divine. Yeah, it's Greek. <laughs> <Is it laughs> Greek. Yeah, it's yeah. Greek. It's more yeah. Greek. Greek letter. Yeah. More yeah. Mediterranean. Got that vibe to it. <laughs> Greek life. Greek life. Yeah, this is Dan and Brave presents <laughs> my thetas. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a theta. Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, this is Dan and Brave presents Tracks on Tracks on Tracks 2020, the music edition. Uh, we got a lot of stuff to listen to and talk about. At the time we're doing this, this is one episode. Uh, could be two. Who knows how it goes? We all have so much time these days. <laughs> yeah. The um, I guess we'll focus on the tracks on tracks portion of it for now, but it will become uh, we we, we do uh, transition into the albums in the second half of the show. <laughs> or I think we transition into the rankly. Yeah, my it's kind dear. of rankly. My it's dear kind of a rankly, again. my dear, because then we start ranking our favorite albums of the year. Yeah. Why Why not uh, two different characters in one show? Albums, Rankly, Collabo. Albo, yeah, yeah, Collabo, yeah. yeah. And the Tracks guys, whatever the, those guys With are the called. Tracks. <laughs> yeah. The Tracks, Tra- the Track Stars. Track, track Stars, <laughs> Track That's DJs, good. yeah. Um, so my name is Presenter Brandon, and uh, hello. Welcome to uh, our final thing that we do for the year. Yeah. Um, is this coming out in 2020? Probably not, right? Probably 21. But like early as hell, twenty one. Yeah, happy new year, <laughs> right? Yeah, happy new year. We made it. We made it to the other side. Yeah, everything is great now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're in 2021 Savage. Um, <laughs> uh, and I'm presenter Danny. Presenter two zero two one. Uh, I guess uh, presenter Dose Deuce. Yeah. yeah, here presenter Dookie. Happy to um, look back at good things in 2020, like music. There's a lot of good music, 
and even farther than 2020, which we'll uh, we'll get into. Even far. Oh yes, yes. Farther yes. back. Further back, yeah. Yeah. And uh, yes, I'm Dave Colomb, presenter <laughs> three. Um, some call me Trip. Some call me Trey. Yeah, the third. Whatever. You know me as the third man. Beyond the arc, Dave. Beyond the arc, Cologne. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the return of the Jedi. No, that's episode six. Fuck. Never mind. Who cares? I am me, and you are you. And let's have a conversation. <laughs> Reve- Revenge of the Sith. I think it's <laughs> yeah. Revenge of the Sith. Dave's yeah. <laughs> featuring, featuring featuring Dave's favorite Star Wars actor, apparently. Uh, yeah, Hans um, Christian Anderson. What's his name? Hans. Cr- yep. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Helen Christensen. Hold on. HCA. Hans Christian Han, what, Anderson. Is Hans? What's his name? Hans? I wish his name should be that. That is such Henrik. a better name. Henrik. Yeah. Henrik. It's I'm Henrik. really having trouble remembering his name right now. Hans Christian Anderson is amazing. Well, that's that's, <laughs> it's a, real, something that's similar. a real guy. Hans Christian Anderson is an author. Oh, and this really? guy's <laughs> name is. Well, this guy's name is something similar to that, right? Yeah, you're yep, close. It's, it's a Christian? It's. It, uh, it's what the close. fuck? You're close. I'm truly having a blank. I don't know. You know what I'm talking about? The cute guy from uh, he's it, he's older. Uh, he's older. <laughs> Andres? Wait, what's this? <laughs> Anakin. He's older on uh, Anakin uh, Skywalker. <laughs> and you know he's not good, but he's not as bad as they're saying. As well, I guess my. Oh, also, I was gonna say that I think I already talked about this on the show. Don't need to get into it. I just think Natalie Portman does not bring it as well, um, and they're equally as not that great. So, yeah, that's anyway, fair. that's fair. Whatever. That movie's not great, but um, it's this episode is gonna be great. Haley Steinfeld Christensen. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that's the name you're looking for. Yes. Well, this is tracks on tracks on tracks. Hopefully, there's no more Star Wars uh, related things on this. <laughs> I can only hope. Well, well, Brandon did rank 10 different soundtracks, I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can actually... Yeah, I can see I that. wouldn't be surprised if 10, I 10 of Brandon's favorite albums this year. At least one soundtrack doesn't make it into the 10. It's same, yeah. But what's first off? We got we we have uh, our tracks on tracks yeah. portion of the show, which is we discuss our favorite discoveries from new artists. Well, we make we're making a play. We make a playlist. The, the premise of oh, the sorry. show we, is we make we a playlist. We make a playlist. Yeah, yeah. Three songs each. It's Omega. Nine songs total. <laughs> yeah, and we each give one song for each of these categories that we're gonna we're gonna cover. So the categories for this uh, episode are our favorite discoveries of new artists or new songs that came out in 2020, our favorite rediscovery of old artists or older artists that we listened to a lot in 2020 and our favorite discovery of old. So an older artist that we discovered this year, 2020. Yeah. So it's, or song. It could be like artists or song. This track soundtrack is a little different because it's more about artists discovery and rediscovery as opposed to curating a specific song playlist. Right. Right. It's more about talking about the artist. Right. But kind of, but the songs we're going to play, well, no, not kind of. That is absolutely what what it is. It's not. Well, no, no, no. If it was song discovery, uh, my my list would be wildly different. Well, song my one of mine, 
one of mine is a song discovery. It's not a. It's not like a whole I, artist. I I listen to never, one song. Never what we've done on the show. Not once. Well, it not can once. be. It, no. I would have had wildly different answers if that was the case, especially for old. I discovered so many new songs by old artists, but that doesn't count because that's not an artist discovery. So did I, but one song trumped them all for me. And that was like an artist discovery because he never heard of that artist before or listened to their music. And it was a big discovery for him. And I have a similar um, <laughs> experience I, myself. I, I hate it because <laughs> I think, that would have been so much easier to do. Way easier to yeah, do. Yeah. All right. All right. It's, it's cheating. Can, it's cheating. It's well, cheating. No, we've done this before. I, we do it every year. I've done it every year. I've like done this. it before. Yeah. I don't think so. Anyway, who cares? Dan, get over it. <laughs> Which portion is you knew the artist already, but it's a discovery of a new song? You're talking about this, like which which section did you guys do? Oh, that that's for? not a thing. That's what I thought you're talking about. No, no, I'm saying we only really heard one song by an old artist we never heard of before. Definitely. So it is yeah. an artist discovery. That's fine, right? Yeah. We didn't like go into an album. No, that's not what I'm saying. Is I that thought, what I thought, Brandon saying something different? I no? thought I you guys know. cheated and you knew the artist. You just happened to discover a new song by them. That's cheating. Well, that's, that's not what we're doing. Right, that wouldn't count. I, w- I would agree with Dan in this case. Thank so you. I don't know if Brandon did that or not, but no, I, do I was agree talking. With that. Ab- I was talking about like a new artist I discovered, but I'm only featuring one. So- it's a song discovery because right, exactly. I only listened to that one song. Oh yeah, right. no, that that's totally counts. All right, we're all that's the same. That's what I page said. Right. No, it's not. <laughs> yes, it is. No, it I, is what, it is I thought we were debating whether or not it's an like you. You were aware of the artist already. You had just never no. heard this song. That's before. out. That's out. Because if that, no, that was, would, I would even be an put artist that rediscovery. That would be under rediscovery. Well, no, because it's no, because yeah. if you, if you had never ever heard that song before, <laughs> that's not a rediscovery. Then. All right, whatever. Who cares? No, We're this is important. too hardcore about the semantics of this. This is the most Let's important show. I, I did that. No, because I did that for ecstasy. I like rediscovered XTC, a band I knew, and I yeah. heard songs by them that I had never heard before. Right. That's that's a new discovery. And though. songs that I had. No, that was rediscovery. <laughs> no, all right. right yeah. We're on the, we we're all, on the we're same all page. On the same page. Yeah. We are on the same page. We're yeah. on the same page. I was about, all that. I was going to get. Let's get into the playlist. Okay. I was going to get frustrated. Yeah. The people came here for the playlist, the curation of songs. Yeah. Here's, a, here's another Expertly, reason why... I, precisely <laughs> assembled. Here's another reason why I'm jacked up, right? Because okay. this is the first episode This is the first episode ever that we're recording um, remotely where I'm hands-free. So, like, I have, <laughs> so, I have so much energy now that I'm hands-free. Yeah, for, you're I don't like it. I don't like it. For the listeners. Get your hands on that microphone, man. I just, I, for, uh, for Christmas, I got a new uh, mic stand that attaches to my desk. So, my hand, like, normally I was just holding up my microphone like an idiot. And now I'm hands-free. I got, I got t- too much power. Too much energy. Yeah. Too much energy. Too much. I think I like you holding the microphone. It, it grounds you. <laughs> yeah, it reins you in a little it bit. It humbles you. It literally would weigh me down, right? Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> you're correct. But now I'm all over the place. I might even stand up there. Dur- <laughs> I might even stand up during the show. I, I got because I could do that. You now. might even like flash us. Yeah, balls out. Go Jeffrey Tubin <laughs> style. <laughs> all right. Uh, I'm sorry. Let's do it. I misunderstood. We all did the exact same thing. We're good. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, um, why don't we start it off, Brandon? 
yes. Uh, so the first category that we're doing is new discovery. So this is like a a new artist or a new album from this year, right? Mm-hmm. Right. That twenty 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 that we discovered. So my artist is going to. And when we say discovered, we're not saying like we're like Clive Davis and like Clive Davis discovered Whitney Houston and gave them a record contract. <laughs> we're saying we just like heard them for the first time this year. Yeah. And they're uh, like, right. A relatively. We're not, we're, we have nothing to do with their career. Like we're not uh, helping these new <laughs> artists. I think, I'd mean, like to think we are helping them in some way. A little bit. A little bit. We're impacting them a little bit, but yeah. not in the way of like. Uh, a Clive Davis or a another example, <laughs> and, and, and these are also fairly new artists too. That's like the whole thing, right? I mean, yes, yeah, yeah. it's Definitely. new artist discovery. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so yeah, mine is uh, a, a gentleman by the name of Sen Morimoto. Um, okay, I actually got through a recommendation. Uh, like list of artists from uh, someone I follow on social media who she like made a list on Bandcamp day of like her favorite artists to listen to on Bandcamp and like I I listened through a bunch of them and actually this person that uh, I was speaking to is featured on one of the songs Um, but uh, Sen Morimoto the album is called Sen Morimoto they're kind of promoting themselves I I get it (laughs) Uh, I'll just play a little snippet here. Or, oh, I forgot I have to share the screen. Say the name one more, one more time. Sen Morimoto. S-E-N Morimoto. Cool. Sen Morimoto. Ooh. Jazzy. Kind of like a late night uh, talk show vibe a little bit, but, but hip hop, more hip hop. Right. Oh yeah, God, love this. Oh yeah. You could even go a little louder, Brandon. So this is the opening track, uh, Love, Money, Part 2. So the whole album is really great. Very, uh, very into it. Very uh, interested in diving into some of his other stuff. Very eclectic. It's like, yeah, yeah like you said, like hip-hop, jazz, I was gonna say, is, is he a rapper? Is he... It's just a little all over the place. It's yeah. like hip-hop, jazz, R&B. Um, yeah. Kind of reminds me of, um, I guess, Childish Gambino, I, I would say, or... Yeah, it's like the music a little, is like like chance kind of music. Was yeah, a little, a little like bit chance. like that. A little like hiatus Rapper. coyote. Um, yeah, yeah. 
um, yeah, really cool, really cool stuff. Yeah, like is he young as hell or something? Or I don't know. I th- I think so. Sounds youthful. I think lives in Chicago now. Okay, oh. Dan, <laughs> hit him up. I'll go hang out. He could be your new best friend. <laughs> I know you're trying to meet some new people out there. <laughs> Sen, it's just around the corner. <laughs> So yeah, the album is uh, called Sen Morimoto, um, jazz, rap, R&B. Like it. Rock and roll. Very up my alley, similar vibe, spoiler to some things on my album list. So I'm, uh, oh. I, I like it. I'm excited about it. There we go. All right. Um, presenter Danny here, right? New artist uh, discovery, not new song discovery like these other guys are, have clearly done. I didn't do that. <laughs> um so this, I don't even know how I stumbled across this artist, really. It, it, a lot of times, artist discovery for me is just from random Spotify playlists. Um, uh-huh. That's typically how I discover any any new music, you know, random Spotify playlists I find. This artist, um, I don't know if it's his debut album this year. It might be. Um, the album's called uh, Auntie, A-U-N-T-I-E. His name is Ian Isaiah. Do you guys know this guy? Ian Isaiah. Ian Isaiah. Um, Isaiah is I-S-I-A-H. Okay. And I'm going to play a song from this album. It is very much throwback 80s, even some 70s type vibes. Spoiler, this album's coming up again in my album list. So I'm not going to play the best stuff from this album yet, but this is my favorite new artist discovery of, uh, of 2020. So as you can imagine, because of that, the album is... It's in a good spot, good position on my list. This album, it's produced by Chromio. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, so this oh, song... okay, interesting. So this song is very much that vibe. Hear it. I love his voice, though. It's very much a throwback style. Gotta get to pre-chorus. Yeah, it's. It reminds me of like a. Maybe not as much this song, but other songs of the album. It's like a better cool in the gang. <laughs> like there's oh, cool in the gang. Yeah, there's like some yes. elements of that on this album. Um, this song is called Princess Pouty. Um, we're gonna return to this later in the show because there's other songs on this that are he nails this vibe and this era so well. It's really good. So he was all over Blood Orange's last album. He's featured oh. all over that one. So he's an associate, gotcha. uh, the associate of a blood orange in some way. This guy. Um, it's a really cool album cover too. Definitely heard it then. Right. So yeah, so that's um, that was my favorite. Um, yeah. New artist discovery, so fun. That song is 
more upbeat and a little dancier than the rest of the album. So it was a fun track to play for now, but we're going to return to it again later in the show. I know I keep saying that there's, when he slows it down, there's some, there's some stuff that's amazing. And he just like oh, really, so nails. he slows it down. So yeah. Yeah. He, he slows, slows it down. It down. <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah. Okay. Cause that was, that was like straight up very Chromio. Yeah. yeah. Like, um, Reminded me of like Ready for the World, that group that we yeah okay yeah, yeah. We played in the eighties and um yeah I was gonna yeah, say like the, that eighties R and B I mean I always love that type of stuff it's there's something fun sounds that I, I guess I never groups. really like thought about until hearing because it it's I can hear Chromio's influence a lot of the throwback eighties stuff now is like very lush and big whereas mm-hmm. they keep it very like dry and small like you you know what i mean and i like it's interesting yeah. that they that they keep that approach um like the vocals or they're just kind of you know they're right there the synths are just what they are they're not it's not like this like lush bed of pads and uh stuff totally. it gives them like a very unique feel and sound we can tell you can tell they're true scholars of that era yeah because the music of that of that sound is probably more sparse than we remember yeah. it's just the sounds are so interesting yeah and they I, have like the, yeah. the vintage setup and yeah, make it work. I they're well. they're better at it than Bruno Mars, I think. I think they they're better than what he does with the throwback. Yeah. I, I I like a lot of the Bruno Mars. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I really like. I think Chromio is. I think they're just a little smarter with it. Um, with with their own. That's stuff. just their whole. That's their whole thing. That's just their whole like life journey or what's like it's it's their reason for living <laughs> almost is to replicate those sounds of the of that period <laughs> like, totally but like they clearly like, i mean they know what they're doing bruno mars does more of a hybrid thing where it's like here are some of those elephants right. but with more of a modern approach right. slight modern twist yeah and i'm underselling it for now again because it comes back later the album gets even better. This is this kind of opens the album. I think it's like maybe track two. Um, okay. Yeah, there's like other vibes in the way he's like where it, his voice meshing with like it just it sounds like oh my god this '80s R&B guy pop R&B like it sounds like somebody traveled to the future, brought a producer back with them with the technology of today back to 1986. <laughs> <laughs> like it's it, it's really it's really really sick it's really good underselling it for now but we could uh we, we could move on it's a really good album i loved it yeah all right well i wonder if we'll find out more later uh so dan uh, dave <laughs> doesn't seem like we will um <laughs> well you we won't find out we more can always hope <laughs> like i've yeah, said we'll everything find out more. <laughs> yeah we'll yeah. hear another song yeah you'll hear more songs yeah yeah um so <laughs> My new discovery, I usually always do like a runner-up type of thing. And um, because I did have more new discoveries, but I kind of let them... I separated my albums from this part of the show, I guess. Yeah, I did the same thing. I know. So I I I didn't want to repeat. (laughs) I know. I thought about it and it's just like, I don't have... I'd be lying to myself. Like this, this was legitimately I my favorite it. discovery of the year. Yeah, you're an honest man. I'm not <laughs> <Yeah>. that honest, <laughs> so <laughs> I True. don't mind not being that honest. You so lie a lot. What I on did. The show. <laughs> what I did was separate my true, my true like disco- new discoveries 
They're all on the album list. These are just like songs, basically, that I discovered this year. And I, I didn't really dig deeper into their albums. My my runner-up is... Uh, I'm not going to play it. I'll just mention it real quick if you guys want to hear it on your own time. It's a song called Scrambler by Con- the artist Container. Do you know this thing? Mm-mm. Not at all, no. Yeah, it's just insane, like, aggressive... Um, let me play a little bit. It's an insane, aggressive uh, EDM type of stuff. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, the artist is called Container, and the song is called Scrambler. Can you hear it? Yep. Yeah. It sounds like it's like getting in your brain a little bit, that type of thing. <laughs> like real needling sounding stuff. So yeah, this is a fun song to listen to on, on headphones while you're like <laughs> going somewhere. <laughs> Are there vocals? No, it's just an instrumental. Oh, okay. So Scrambler by Container. It was a fun little song I, I found out about. I like it. Um, I also wanted to shout out this EP that uh, the comedian Chelsea Peretti put out called uh, Foam and Flotsam. And it's all about coffee. <laughs> um, and there's, there's a song uh, on it that's really funny called Late about someone coming in to a meeting late but they have like um a cup of coffee with them (laughs) gotcha (laughs) it's a funny song but i actually ended up liking the melody and everything too it kind of reminds me of um strangely flaming lips a lot the way she sings it's she sounds like kind of like wayne coin from flaming lips okay um it's a really dramatic song about that topic (laughs) she did two eps actually Yeah. <laughs> How you gonna have me sit and wait while you hit the coffee stand? It's, yeah, it's very dramatic about <laughs> this topic, but um, yeah, Reggie Watts collaborates with her on the EPs, and so does Nick Kroll and a bunch of other people. But very funny. Um, but my number one new discovery is kind of a uh i don't know is he like an internet he's an internet viral guy and i'm i would i feel like you guys probably definitely know this but my friend or our friend luke segreto showed me this and said you'd probably be obsessed with this and he was right it's um the artist white yet and the song is 41 what is the artist i don't know how to pronounce it but it's why T-I-E-T. I think he's Vietnamese. Okay. Okay. So basically, there's a guy that he's on social media doing, he's learning how to speak English. But what he's learning first off is is how to count in English. So there's okay. all these videos of him singing um, while counting. And it's like very R&B inspired, like very Michael Jackson inspired, like, one, two, three, four, five. Like he's like, but he's, you know, he's got a pretty good voice, but okay. he's just doing it so passionately. So I believe this song is him covering, I think 41 through 48, but someone took like the video <laughs> audio and then put a beat underneath it. So it's like a more of a pop song. I got gotcha. So here, <gasps> this is 41 by YTX. Yeah. 
taking us Retro. This is really, I mean, if you see the video, it really enhances the whole experience, but. <laughs> So that's pretty much it, actually. But um, I, it's really is. This is me getting into his his like social media stuff too. It's just very entertaining. Sure. And he's just like such a passionate, like soulful dude. But he's only singing numbers. <laughs> so yeah, check out the videos. It's Y T I E T. Y T I E T. I'm assuming it's pronounced. Not really sure. But it was a it's a fun little uh, social media thing that happened this year. Um, it'll make you smile. <laughs> Go check it out. <laughs> YT41. You, you went pure comedy this year for your discoveries. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. But we all needed a laugh this year, huh? <laughs> Dan, didn't we need to laugh this year more than ever? N- no. This year more than ever. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> It was a funny year. I actually, I mean, I have some just general artists, like new artists I listened to for the first time. Shout outs. Yeah, go ahead. Shout them out. Uh, the rapper Jack Harlow, I really like. <laughs> no, come on, that <laughs> Nah, I hate that guy. <laughs> I, I, I like it. Um, what else? Jack Harlow. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I do. Um well, this and too many spoilers. I don't want to spoil. Yeah, don't most, spoil too of, much. most of mine. Don't spoil I'm gonna too much. most of my shout outs. I was gonna do around the album segment. Yeah, there's another artist named Flower Child that I like that I discovered. R&B guy named Duckworth was really good. Oh, Duckworth. Duckworth yeah, is really Kendrick good. Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> I f- I was trying to think if he's featured because his album. name is Duckworth. Right, but this is just an artist it, named Duckworth. Yeah, it's just a different oh. different guy. Different. Okay. Luke James. Sounds like it's the same guy. Luke James is another R&B guy I really liked. All right. Luke James? <laughs> yeah. It's really good. I'm telling you. Good R&B stuff. I'm sure it is. Yeah. Really good. There was a, there, there yeah. was a song that I wanted to pick, too, that I didn't save, and I don't remember the song name or the artist name, and I can't find it. I looked for a couple hours over the last <laughs> week. Oh, man. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping I can come across it uh, somewhere. All right. So the next category is... Uh, what did we say the next category is? Uh, discovery of old. Discovery, discovery of, old. of old. Yes. Discovery of old. <laughs> well, tubular bells. Tubular bells. <laughs> yeah. Well, this I'm gonna play that reggae song from that Steve McQueen movie show <laughs> that I talked about. Awesome. Oh yeah, I, I gotta watch that. So yeah. here's the thing: if you guys know this and it's like a super famous song, then it, it's my bad because I just I you know I had no idea about this song, but uh, I've been really really obsessed with it. Uh, it's called uh, "Silly Games" by Janet Kay. Do you know it? No. Okay. So Don't think so. 
we definitely got to get to there's like multiple hooks it's like constantly catchy uh and and then there's like a, a climax hook so we'll just kind of i just want to at least get there i almost didn't want to play it because i it, i didn't want it to spoil the scene in the movie but it it does it it won't really ruin it um so uh but here's the song i'm i love the song Nice little like descending Love line it. cliche. Are there vocals too? Yep. When? <laughs> right here. Like the oh, melody yeah. is constantly so good. Oh man, yeah. There's so much reggae that sucks. This is fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> this is correct use of that art form. Yep. All right. So we just got. We still got to get to the like crazy part. Such a nice groove. It's so good. And uh, it's definitely elevated by the experience of the movie, too. But I have I really have listened to this song like almost every day. It's just kind of become like a little like <laughs> routine. I, I love I love the song <laughs> a lot. Feel tropical in the winter a little bit. True. Get those that island vibes. I love that. Yeah, it reminds me of, um, of ABBA as well. That's why I think I liked it. Yeah, it, it's like it's like it's got it's just got like such like a dancey groove to it too. So it's not just like full island time relax. It's also like dancey time fun relax. Uh, so that's <laughs> <laughs> dancey time fun relax. Dancey, dancey oh, time dancey. fun relax. <laughs> I feel like that's like a, a show. Yeah, I don't know. It's just something to that. Uh, so yeah, that's Silly Games by Janet Kay, and I haven't listened to any other song uh, from her yet, but I probably will. And uh, how uh, how old? Like, what, when is that from? That song? Do you know? Uh, I think 
it's so it's from the definitive collection of like 75 or 77 through 85. So somewhere in that time. Okay. Cool. <laughs> no other information. <laughs> That's fine. Just wanted to clarify that it is an old. <laughs> yes, it is. It is an old. All right. Uh, it is so an old. that is my new discovery of old. old. Okay. Danny's here. Danny's back. Um, so last year, I remember Dave's discovery of old was Gino, right? That was... Um, oh, yes. I went a similar route. I went the board builds route with uh, with my pick right. um, as well. I um, didn't have many other options really outside of the tournaments. Like I... And, and a separate thing I did this year was I listened to, like Dave, I didn't do as many as Dave, but I did listen to a bunch of albums of artists we talked about in the Board Bills tournaments, mostly 80s, a couple 90s I did too, um, but uh, mostly 80s. And this was not my favorite album that I, of an artist I listened to from the 80s tournaments, but it was definitely my favorite artist discovery for sure. Of, of all the ones I got into and listened to and listened to, you know, um, a good amount of tracks. This was my favorite. Do you guys have a guess as to what it is? It's 80s or 90s? Uh, it's 80s. Then it's it's probably John, Johnny Hates Jazz. Brandon? <laughs> no? no? Um, uh, I, don't, I don't have a guess. It is Johnny Hates Jazz. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, definitely. This, so song, this song is one of the best songs I've ever heard. <laughs> This album is so fantastic. Um, this song we heard on the show is also, I mean, unreal. So good. Um, I think, did we re-enter the song from the show into the mega tournament? We did. I think we did. Yeah. This is Turn Back the Clock from that same album. Um, this whole album was kind of flawless. I loved it. I love their sound. They're like a, like a, just a great 80s pop band. So awesome. I gotta listen to this. It's terrific. Here comes the chorus. in the pocket of of um enjoyment <laughs> yeah yeah pocket just of enjoyment <laughs> that's that song to be by surprise it was so good um what's what was their song in the um, tournament? oh uh, na, na, dreams na, na, dreams shatter shatter dreams, dreams. Yeah. yeah yeah that was it uh, fantastic um i had that at number four on my 80s album ranking that i listened to <laughs> Uh, number one was Peter Gabriel, so that's like one of the best albums I've ever listened to in my life. Yeah. Um, number two is Kenny Loggins' Back to Avalon, thanks to Dave with that recommendation. <laughs> really good. And then number three was Gino, uh, Nightwalker. Oh, yeah. Duh, Nightwalker. My, yeah. <laughs> Nightwalker. Yeah. The album about that's him what, um, being a, uh, a prostitute. On the <laughs> <laughs> right. So those are my top three. Anyways. Johnny came in at number four, but it was only my favorite discovery like of this year. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, for sure. 
Um, but the Sade albums are right there, really close. And even though we've talked about him already, this was kind of a discovery for me too this year as Robert Palmer was kind because we talked about him a lot in Got like two deeper. years ago, but I went deeper this year. It was amazing. Yeah. Survivor is up there too, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> That's and a rediscovery, right? That's a rediscovery. The Survivor? Yeah, I guess it would be rediscovery because, yeah. Oh, but maybe I'm blind to myself. I think my real answer might actually be Joey Lawrence. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and Mink Condition, very close. That was True. up there too. Yeah, yeah, But right, the right. album wasn't as good as the song. It was still excellent. So those are all the contenders. And okay. Johnny, Johnny Hates Jazz took the cake for me. <laughs> <laughs> all righty. I love all that stuff. Um, yeah, I got to listen to that album. It's amazing. And they don't hate jazz. You can tell. <laughs> right? Yeah, I don't think... Yeah, how how could they? Yeah. It's sad, too, because that band, on their second album, the lead singer, he left. Mm. Oh, okay. So they never were able to do another album with that core trio mm. on the first album. Damn, it's probably not as good. Yeah, whatever. Um <laughs> Oh, also, I think, did Ronnie Neville have something to do with him? I forget. There was something somewhat Ronnie, oh, sorry, Robbie, Robbie Neville oh, related maybe. with that band. I forget what it is. The, either the same producer or Robbie Neville himself produced the lead singer on something. I don't know. But look look it up if you want to. Wouldn't be surprised. Very, very much Danny vibes all around. Yeah. Same era, too. <laughs> like late 80s. Yeah. Great stuff. Okay. Um. So for me, trying to figure out what I should do here because I I, I couldn't pick one song. Um, I'll do the same thing as I did. This is a couple runner-ups and and one, uh, one true winner of of old discoveries. These are all artists I've never heard of before this year. I'll start with this song. Interesting story. I think the story behind this artist made me really into it. The song is called "Kissing with Confidence," and the artist is called Will Powers. And Will Powers is like a, a creation like a fake artist alias of this like photographer this rock and rolls photographer i forget her real name but she like in the 80s put out an album with her like rock and roll friends uh so some of the songs feature carly simon and jackson brown and other people but she put out this like kind of how-to tutorial out like like album uh called dancing for mental health so (laughs) But like the, her, all her vocals are pretty much spoken word and like pitch shifted, and this came out in '83. So it's really interesting stuff. It's basically basically like a like a very satirical album. But um, let's hear it. It's called "Kissing with Confidence." This this one actually features uh, Carly Simon. You may be a fantastic dancer. You may be a lively conversationalist. But what happens at the end of the evening when the time comes to show how you feel? Unless you can kiss with confidence, all your fancy dressing, dancing, and talking won't get you a second date. Yeah, you can go even louder, Dave. Louder, okay. A little bit, yeah. 
yeah, Sting is also on this album. Steve Winwood, Todd Rundgren, Nile Rogers. Cool. Yeah, it's interesting, but it's, it's all for comedy. If you listen to the lyrics, they're, they're very funny. Uh, I love it, yeah. Okay, so that's Will Powers. Um, it, the album's called Dancing for Mental Health. I did listen to it. It's it's very funny, very interesting story behind it. But yeah, she was a her real name is Lynn Goldsmith, and it was just like a pet project she did for the hell of it in the eighties. Only cool. did one album. Hmm. And then there's this song. I don't know anything about it, but I just love it. It's sampled in a in a famous hip hop song from the eighties. Uh, but this is the original song. It's kind of in that tradition of little kid R&B, like Jackson oh, hell 5 yeah. Hell yeah. that we okay. love. Yeah. The artist's name is Foster Silvers, and the song is called Misdemeanor. <laughs> So many cool vocals on this one. Holy shit. This is, a, this is excellent. Groove is really cool. It's so cool, yeah. Yeah. You said 80s? This is like 70s, I think. I was going to say sounds older. Okay, yeah. yeah oh, the hip hop song. Awesome. The hip hop songs of the 80s. That's what you said. The hip hop songs from the 80s. I forget okay, the name of it, it yeah. but it's it's a, it's a lead track on his album, uh, DOC. It's probably sampled in other things, too. Um,. But that's just so cool. That and was then, That's really cool. Yeah. And then this, I don't know anything about the artist at all. He's a Japanese artist named Hiroshi Sato. And this is a song that came on my Discover Weekly. Many great songs I always hear on that Spotify playlist every week. But this was a standout for me. It's called Say Goodbye. I believe this is from like 83. Definitely have to listen to this. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh. I know this. Yes. Oh, this rules. This rules. Yeah. This cool 80s. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, the album's called Awakening. I have I have to listen to it. I haven't listened to it yet, but um, yes, that Hiroshi Sato. 
I have that song. I always drag my discovery playlists into another playlist so that I yeah. don't lose them, and it's it's in there. I, yeah. So as soon as I heard that chorus, I, I got to listen to that album too. That's so sick. 82 Awakening featuring Wendy Matthews I'm seeing right now. I didn't know that. So <laughs> uh, that was Hiroshi Sato. That's so those favorite, are the three ones that yeah. stood out to me. Yeah. That Very was my cool. favorite thing we've heard yet, I think, on the show. That was... It, yeah, that was it kind of reminded cool. me of your artist you played for New Discovery. Oh, Ian, Isaiah. <laughs> A little bit, yeah. Right, yeah. There's... Yeah, definitely Same that Same world. Era, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. I, I love that, yeah. All right, so then our final category is rediscovery rediscovery always a a controversial one on uh re on the show maybe maybe just for me it is <laughs> yeah maybe just for you so it's i'm going to do a little bit of what dave did cuz i had trouble narrowing it down uh, i'll do a little runner up and then like my actual one uh my runner up this year is dire straits um i kind of spent a, like a lot of time rediscovering how much i love them uh, so Hell that's yeah. a perfectly valid answer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dan. Uh, perfectly valid. <laughs> that's valid. Uh, so you guys actually were there the first time I heard this song. This is the um, that on every street. Oh, the, yes, Dire Straits. Is this from the 90s album? Yeah, this is from 1991. Nice little riff. Such a, he's just such a good guitar player. Yeah, I love his guitar playing and his and his voice and his lyrics. Oh yeah, yep, love this. So yeah, uh, Dire Straits. I listen to Brothers in Arms a lot. I listen to. Uh, the Bob Dylan album that Mark Knopfler <laughs> uh, heavily involved in. So it was a big Knopfler year. The um, um, Infidels? The uh, one he produced? It's not Infidels. It's, uh, isn't it? Um, but I think he played on other albums. He produced Infidels for sure, though. Right. But he I don't did, think um, it... like, Slow Train Coming? Yes, that one. That one. Yep. But my real answer is Cocteau oh, Twins. Out. <laughs> Yeah, my real answer is Cocteau Twins. Um, probably Hell the, yeah. the thing that I listen to the most. I love how like aggressive they could get, too. Like on this song, Fotsipolitic. Fotsipolitic. Um. They're 80s primarily, Cocteau Twins? Yeah, 80s and 90s. 
from uh, Scotland. I, I know a song or two by them. I I can't remember. It's been a while. And then this song in particular, you know, I had said to Dave, like, when you take away the production, it is very similar to the 90s, like, melodies. Mm-hmm. Um, uh... You know, some of the, like, yodeling artists we always talk about, in quotations. Like, the melody is just all over the place. (laughs) Yeah, this, this is really cool. thing about them is that like half their lyrics or more than half their lyrics make no sense yeah they're like nonsensical just like phonetically yeah there's some real words in there but it's whatever she like fit right with the phonetics of yeah that sound right there yeah um just yeah it's (laughs) and like yeah the words like the phrasing doesn't make sense like words will just like go over like long periods of time and connect in weird ways it's really cool to listen to uh, but it's like, it's just, it's just a great sound, um, that is like, it's just, uh, and I've been seeing a lot, like, it, they're like getting, uh, they're having like a big nostalgic resurgence. I see a lot on YouTube. Especially and, that album, Heaven or Las yes, Vegas. Yeah. It's just, I, I listened to that like every day for like a month at one point this year. Um, listen to it a lot so just rediscovering that and their other albums just going back through them you know i I originally discovered them because of dave um you know when i got dave's all in high school all of dave's music off of his ipod um (laughs) i remember cocteau twins were one and uh yeah so that's my pick for rediscovery is that okay for you dan that counts (laughs) yes it does and, depending uh, on how depending on how long the gap was of from original discovery to now depends on the time frame. <laughs> like one month, not going to count. <laughs> it's got to be multiple years, I think, for it to count. This is like my third. This is like my third <laughs> go around with Cocteau Twins. It was okay. like <laughs> it was like it was like high school. You know, when Dave showed like when I got it from Dave, and then like again in, in probably like post college for like a like a year, and then now again. Another funny tidbit about them is that the lead singer is on. Um, she's like used a lot in the soundtrack of Lord of the Rings. Oh she, wow, Elizabeth okay. Fraser. That. that soundtrack, I I could hear it. Like, I, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, I th- wait. I think that's right. And now I'm like trying isn't to check it, if it's isn't correct. it Annie? I thought because I know Annie Lennox did a lot on Lord of the Rings. Pretty sure she's on something. Well, yeah, maybe maybe it's not a lot. Maybe, 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 it's, like one of, thing. maybe it's on nothing. <laughs> but I think she's on something. <laughs> uh, I'll double check that. But she, yeah, yeah, she is. She is. She's on Lord of the Rings <laughs> two two towers. Gotcha. Uh, okay. And and the Fellowship of the Ring. Yep. Okay. I was right clear on that. All right. Nice. <laughs> nice. You didn't make anything up like I usually. Because en- Enya's on it too. I think that's why I was like, oh shit, am I just thinking of Enya? <laughs> and it, and Annie Lennox does Annie Lennox stuff. too, right? Yeah, 
Dave, you got to cool it with bring it up. And you know how Brandon gets. <laughs> <laughs> His horse racing right now. <laughs> that's why I went back. That's why I went back to therapy. I went back to therapy because of Enya. Yeah, that was like the breaking point for him. <laughs> oh so man, you that's... actually have a lot to owe to Enya this year. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> a lot to owe to Enya. Uh, you said Cocteau Twins are Swedish. No, they're Scottish. Oh, you said Scottish. Oh. Scot- Scottish. Scottish. Right, let's see if let's see if Dan's pick is valid uh, for rediscovery. Definitely valid. Um, there's not a chance Dave is going to be into this. Brandon <laughs> Brandon definitely knows this band, and he's. <laughs> I, I, I'm mostly picking this because of Brandon, I think. But it is a true answer, also. Like I always struggle with this one. Just rediscovery. Pick it for yourself, man. Well. I struggle with this one because I don't do a lot of rediscovery. Like I don't, right. I, I try and listen to a lot of new music, you know, and, and the, the only old music I listen to or go back to is from the podcast. Like I don't do as much of that as you guys do. I, I understand. Um, yeah. I did more of it this year. Like I listened to those albums that I mentioned before from the eighties, but, and I did really enjoy it, but can, my favorite, my, <laughs> see like, w- w- would that count? Is it like, I would say so. But like I listen to Kenny Loggins fairly consistently. Like okay, not, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, you know, you what, like it. I just, yeah. I never, but I did a deep dive on him for the first time this year. Yeah, so right. Um, so a true rediscovery for me is a Swedish band, Dirty Loops. <laughs> oh, Dirty oh, Loops. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a true rediscovery. Uh, discovered them initially in like 2013 when they first blew up on YouTube. Pro- probably from Lucas. I remember Lucas, friend of the show, friend of ours, being really into them. I think he might have shown me them on YouTube and maybe I showed you guys or at the same yeah, time. Yeah, I remember I, this yeah, from yeah. back in the day. This is like 2013 originally, but it's a big rediscovery for me with them this year because they, they finally, they, they had a long hiatus, but they put out new music uh, this year and last year. Uh, this is one of the newer songs. Um, and then I'll go back and I want to play a little bit of the, the initial discovery too. Um Is loud enough? You can turn, turn it up a bit. Just like ridiculous vocals. How would you describe them? Homework. What'd you say? Homework. <laughs> yeah, it's homework pop. <laughs> the drummer is so unbelievably good. So it's um it's like 
like Michael Jackson, Justin Timberlake type vocals, but he's even kind of better than that. It's you know, just they're it's, it's it's a trio. It's just a bassist, a drummer, and uh, vocals slash keyboard. Um, they're they're just unbelievable musicians, and it's just like over the top pop. It's right like, over the, that's it's good. Over yeah. the top pop. It's um, they're they're like like jazz musicians, and they're just doing pop music with but like jamming at the same time like it's 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 totally nuts i i put them on all the time and it just like it gets me going it's so funny and but they're also they're just brilliant musicians it's hilarious stuff i i listen to this i'm not telling you how many i listen to this song so much (laughs) it just like really gets me going but like this was what really drew me in initially this is from like 2013 they put out like youtube it's mostly covers it was them doing this but covers the their Bieber cover is so great. It's a, a baby. That yeah, was the one. I remember. Like, yeah, remember, I remember this. this. Oh yeah. This is pretty great. I love this so much. Yeah, unnecessary to do this. So unnecessary to take it to this level. Uh, <laughs> hey, they they open up for Maroon Five uh, during their Asian Asia and Oceania legs <laughs> of their world tour in 2014. I like it. I know it's probably too much for Brandon. Oh, in 2015. Um, <laughs> I, I I just I'm obsessed with when like very super talented people do things. I don't. I, I love it. I I, I like the over the topness. I appreciate all of it. I'm. <laughs> It's, it's it's unnecessary, but I, I don't care. Um, <laughs> it's not also, it's still pop music. Like if they went to like just straight jam band, like I, I wouldn't like it as much. They, they keep it like in the pop music I like music that they world. have their own lane yeah. of, of yes. insanity. That of, makes it of, yeah. more special. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's... <laughs> yeah. My, my thing, my thing with, my thing with them and Jacob Collier, it's like they have like some of the best ears and talent but they just they don't know how to rein it in and write and like tastefully like i guess right. is the way i would put it like it's it, there's not it, it's just not for me like you know like stevie wonder is someone too who like has like one of the most insane ears but he uses it to such like perfection and like i you know like the closest thing i come to listening to this is like starkey puppy i like them because i think they right. rein it they rein it in a little bit more and I actually prefer the dirty loops in like the cover context because to me there's like a reason for it. Like it's still unnecessary, but it's like, oh, here's baby with like this wild reharmonization. Yeah, but in I'm terms, a, I agree. In terms of their own music, it's just like I, 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 I can't. That that's unnecessary. I would say. Yeah, all of it's unnecessary, but the fact that they're making their own <laughs> songs in that style that that's completely unnecessary. Yeah, their uh, original music is newer, 
right? They were doing like strictly covers pretty much. And they right. should yeah, just stick to the covers. I don't think they've topped that cover of baby personally. I, I don't think they like, I don't, that other song uh, I played, I don't like as much. Um, they had like, a, they had like one, like a couple originals from their album in like 2013 or 2014, I think, but it was mostly covers. Loopified. <laughs> yeah, it's called Loopified. Uh, the new album, or I think it's an EP. It's called Phoenix. Um, it, the album, I mean, I'll be honest, the EP is like not that great, but there's a couple of songs that I just obsess over. So that was definitely my favorite rediscovering because I'd completely forgotten about these guys. Um, <laughs> this, this makes no sense. I'm looking at like the band members, and one of them looks like. He I know. should be in um <laughs> like the emo my guy romance. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. dude. Yeah. Okay, this is another element. He's got of a them. lip ring and eyeliner and like yeah, uh, the, yeah. Robert uh, Smith hair. I want to make this clear to the listeners. This is not an an audio only thing. You need to go to YouTube and watch these dudes <laughs> because not only they're insane musicians. The one guy's look that's the bassist. He's one of the okay. He's craziest, a bassist. Yeah, he's one of the craziest. Bassist, yeah. ba- one of the craziest bassists I've ever seen. But he looks like yeah, he looks like somebody from like AFI. He looks like the guy from AFI. AFI, <laughs> perfect. Yeah. yeah, he looks like the singer of AFI. It's so funny that he has that look and he's doing music like this. It's like I love all of it. the over the topness. It's hilarious. And I just genuinely do enjoy. <laughs> I do enjoy listening to it. I don't. I'll never. I don't get sick of it. I really uh, love it. That's my. Re, that's my rediscover. <laughs> rediscovery. Love it. Because I really it. did. I really did forget about them, and that was like a. All of a sudden, they put out new music, and I revisited it. And plus, his voice is so up my alley too. Like, <laughs> I, I, I love it. Jerry Joy Lawrence. Well, I would definitely say that's a valid answer. Thank you for uh, rediscovery. <laughs> yeah, I, this this was this one. Davey told me to do something for me. This was absolutely for me. Okay, I like, like that. I, That's this, what this is about. This one was definitely for me. Well, um, um, yeah. Why are they called Dirty Loops? That name is it also doesn't seem to fit what they're doing. Do you I agree? Like what they're that's like sounds like a producer's name. <laughs> that's just like it, doing like right. It, right. I don't yeah. know, like doing loops of like uh, porn or something. I don't know. <laughs> like add, adding like porn clips into his his beats. Yeah, maybe they started making loops that were like, "Yo, this is dirty," and then this is dirty, and then they went into covers. There's they have like a ballad or two in their new stuff, and it's really bad. <laughs> <laughs> There's like a ballad like where he like he starts singing more like like operatic almost. Like it's it's really not good, but the good stuff I really like. <laughs> Now I think of it, I like their name because like they are Swedish, so there's a little bit of that like them trying to appeal to like <laughs> right. English speaking people, like <laughs> right, right, right. But it doesn't really make sense for what they're doing. I like yeah. that. Like, <laughs> oh, um, really trying to appeal to an American audience. Go ahead. There, there's video. One of their music videos, they show a clip of Quincy Jones talking about them and how much he likes them. <laughs> because I they totally do see that. Yeah, they do clearly like reference like horn lines from Michael yeah. Jackson. So they do it yeah. a lot. Like, and right. so Quincy loves them. <laughs> I'm funny. surprised he hasn't worked with. Well, I don't know if I guess Q doesn't really make that many records anymore. But I feel like I, he he would use them over Toto nowadays, right? <laughs> As a session, guys, a session uh, rhythm section. Anyway, yeah, that's yeah, he, that's fun, he's, man. He's in an interview. He's like, you know what? He's like, you know, dirty loops, you know, dirty, dirty, dirty loops. He sounds like he has dementia or something. I'm I'm he's happy. F- I'm happy for you that you've that you found you've rediscovered them. They've come back into your life and brought you happiness in this year. Loop. It keeps looping it back right. in and out of yeah. your life. Exactly. It really did Cic- bring me happiness cyclical. this year. Because <laughs> it's so silly. 
Well, m my rediscovery is kind of like Dirty Loops because these are top <laughs> tier musicians for sure. And there could only be one rediscovery for me this year. It was Genesis. Genesis, yep. Oh, deep tight. dive into... It's funny. I deep dived into all their albums except for their first album and their last album. For some reason, I just never... <laughs> I started their first album, but it's, it's so like... Have you ever listened to it, Brandon? The the first one? The first ever Genesis album. It's like from 19, 1969. Is that the only Peter Gabriel, that one? No, he goes until 73. I think okay. he has like five albums with them. Oh, wow. Okay. But their first album is like not even them. They weren't really fully a band. They were still in college. and I've, I've never listened like to them, this one. Them recording like kind of like song demos. I don't know. It's just like not very Genesis sounding at all. Then their next album is like, they're fully like nerdy art rock progressive band. I, you know, I had like a few Genesis albums that I was really into from like some from the Peter Gabriel era and some from the Phil Collins era. And I just listened to it all except for the last album. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I can't. Oh, oh, sorry. I didn't listen to the album that the, the third singer sings on either. Oh, okay. so. <laughs> I didn't listen to the last Phil or that one, um, but everything else, with the exception of the first album, I have listened to, and I love it. It was so much fun to just get back into the the album cuts, because a lot of stuff I kind of just like glossed over, um, right? And I had my favorites, but uh, I guess what I'll do is just play a song I really ended up rediscovering of the Peter era. This is a song from Foxtrot, 1972. It's called Watcher of the Skies. I can't remember why I started listening to Genesis, but I think it was because we were talking about them, and then I made that like Instagram post about the different albums. Right. Modernizing their album covers. And then I was I just started listening to, to them like because of that, but it wasn't really... Well, and then the season five album cover... Yeah, so I just yeah, but I think that kind of happened after after I started listening to them. Yeah, I you were but yeah got, you were listening to them before before that because I got deep into them and then was watching like documentaries. Yeah, because I did like a documentary on every single album as up to a certain point on YouTube. So I was, I watched like every single one of them. I was like really super into them, <laughs> uh, <laughs> like in the summer. I listened to the Invisible Touch album for the first time this year. Yeah, some uh, solid stuff yeah, on there. It's great. Um, oh, tonight, 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 tonight. That's so, oh my. Okay, that's one of my. In terms of like older songs that I heard for the first time this year, that's like that's up there this year for me. That song, that so song, good. that song rules. I've never heard that before. That sounds amazing. Tonight, okay, so this is tonight. Watcher of the Skies. This is from 1972's Foxtrot, while Peter Gabriel was, was still the front man of the band. Um, it's an epic. Has a really cool Mellotron intro, played by Tony Banks. Let's see if I can get to. Oh yeah, I'll skip into a minute. This is long. On. <laughs> oh, here, here. A minute 30. Because the groove comes in and it's so sick. Phil really kills it.
Sometimes it gets so fusiony. It's it's really funny. Yeah. It's, um, what what year? This is 1972. So do they get compared to like Yes a lot? Yeah, yeah, definitely. They're in a, they're like definitely considered one of the top progressive bands of that yeah. era. This is a lot like Yes, but they're kind of like also way nerdier too. Okay. Such a soulful, cool voice by by both of them. But all right, that's great. And then also, this is this is one of my favorite from the um, the Phil Collins-led Genesis era, which is like from '74 on, I think '75 on. Would you say um, that yes? Does this make does this make sense? <laughs> so it, is yes, sci-fi and Genesis are fantasy. Oh, totally. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, because they're so, they're so like, renaissance fair. Yeah. They're, like, futuristic renaissance fair. Right. Like, instead of being cyberpunk, if cyberpunk was renaissance fair <laughs> aesthetic, that's what uh, Genesis would be. I don't know how to... <laughs> right. Cyber fair or something. Yeah. But the great thing about both Yes and, and Genesis is that their vocals are so good. Yeah. Just from, like, a quality of being soulful. Yeah. That a lot of, like progressive bands don't have that it's right like kind of more and the melodies are like they're, they're yeah this is great they're great yeah. pop pop people yep and i think i played this before for you guys but this is one of my favorites from the phil collins led era of the 80s this is mama uh by genesis and this is one of the most badass like uh genesis songs insane drum machine beat and like just so intense for phil Let's, let's go in a little bit. Creepy. Yeah, but on my re-listen, I really appreciated the oh, Phil so era even more for how, like, still inventive their album cuts are. Slows down. Interesting. Ooh. Wow. Yeah, very creepy. This is about a prostitute, I think. This builds more and more. It's so good. Oh my god. Man, I love this. <laughs> Phil just rules. So Phil 
given the right production, given the right song, is is was one of the best vocalists of all time. Like yeah, yeah. I can't believe he was like the, just a drummer and then was able to like make the band even more popular as a front man. It doesn't make any sense. None of it makes yeah. sense. Yeah. <laughs> as we've talked about constantly, I mean, it's especially his look with his sound. Yeah, I mean, that, it, the right. whole thing with him is this just... The whole yeah. thing, none of it makes sense, but it worked somehow. Yeah, he's... That was really cool. I, I should listen to Genesis. So I love that. Yeah. I love that's the from, one... That's from the album Genesis 1983. Self-titled album. Okay. I love the one, Dave, that you listen to a lot that I got really into, uh, Carpet Crawlers or whatever it's called. Oh, love that one. Such That's a good from, one. Uh, Lamb Lies Down on Broadway, yeah. Broadway. That's a great one. Uh, yeah, big year for Genesis for you. Um, stay tuned for our uh, our Patreon show where we <laughs> go through Genesis and the Bible. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would just do that. For sure, yeah. I think it would be a fun discography to look at because it's it's so insane the way it evolves. It's like no other. Yeah, I definitely would like to do that someday. <laughs> All right, so that 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 was our uh, tracks on tracks tracks on, on tracks portion portion. Um, undecided if we're gonna split this, so take care. If we, yeah. um, thanks for listening. <laughs> yeah, if if we do decide to split this into two episodes, thank you for listening. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Danden Brave Presents. If you like the kind of thing you heard today, why not please rate and review us on iTunes? You can follow us on Twitter at Danden Brave and on Instagram at Danden Brave Presents. God bless you all. And may forgotten podcaster Danden Brave live on forever in our ears.